Now, who, who, now who is it me, that's saying no, Dan? Is it the people or the politicians? How is that working? The, the, the people stood, came up in arms in Nigeria and they said, no, we don't trust the government to do this. Set, and set, so, says the biggest scammers on earth so the nigerian prince who yeah. sends you emails about your uh, inheritance they were like no 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 not happening no 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 scam us we yep. scam you yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's so I, I guess my point is if we're gonna stop this we better stop it before it happens rather than after it happens, because after it happens, the only thing that's going to stop it is a full-blown just collapse of society. I mean, we're, I'm talking without rule of law, just dystopian nightmare uh, where it's law of the jungle type of collapse. That's the only thing that would I could see that could possibly stop this or maybe world war three, you know, uh, and, uh, it, 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 once they get this in place, once they get this in place, it's done. And, uh, and like I said about cash, I think like we both said, yeah, they'll let cash stay around for a short time, but they'll be able to expedite that with their next pan pandemic, uh, because, they don't want people, they're going to say it's a health hazard. You know, it's public health. We really can't have these type of uh, transactions anymore. Uh, it's just, it's, when you, you've got to use digital money now. Yeah, well, we saw them already uh, set that, they already set that narrative up during, um, you know, I think they personally could have got away with a lot more during COVID land. And for some reason, they didn't push as far as they could uh, because, you know, most people just got in line. Even if you didn't believe it, most people didn't want to create problems. So you just shut your mouth and you go along with it. But they started doing that. They were doing the, uh, you know, coin shortage. There was a metal shortage. Then they said the money, money's dirty. So some of the big chains stopped taking cash. And then they can declare a climate change paper shortage. They, I mean, there's 26 different ways they can do it. And yeah. as, we, as we learn with every one of these problem reaction solution scenarios, there could be 90% of us that don't buy it. They don't care. They'll just keep pointing at the sky and telling you it's uh, green. And you'll yeah. say, no, it's blue, it's blue, it's blue, until they say it's green, it's green, it's green. And then eventually you just go, okay, whatever, it's green, fine. You know, and so they do this well, all the time. It's, that's just phase one, too. All of this stuff is... This is even the darker side of this. And it's hard to say this because it just seems so outlandish. But look, you and I know that once they get, they run everybody through this digital cattle shoot and they get us into the corral. And it's, you know, what you said, uh, what do they call it? Uh, universal income and all that. And they're going to, you know, we'll own nothing, be happy and all that stuff. They don't have the resources to keep everybody on the planet alive that way the the population has to come down for them to do that oh, people need to, they need to wake up to this it's their ultimate uh, goal i mean dan when you're when you think about this stuff because you've been studying it for a long time and you've researched a lot of evil plans and a lot of evil plotters i mean everything down to 
the scumbags that were responsible uh, for your son's murder, uh, all the way up to these, you know, the international cults and stuff like that. I mean, when you, when you, I always try to put myself into the mindset of these psychopaths and just try to imagine what they're trying to accomplish. And when I come up with an idea, I multiply it times a thousand because we're obviously not psychopaths, so we can't really think that way. Most people can't grasp that there's actually true evil out there, which is why they have a hard time believing this stuff or, you know, they always want to look to the next hero that's going to come and rescue them. But when you look at this and all this stuff that's going on, I mean, myself personally, I think they have some kind of formula because if they could do it, they would just kill all of us. I mean, we're just useless eaters. They don't need us. Like people say, well, they need us to buy their products. No, they would rather not waste their time making plastic Tupperware to sell to you and me. They don't need us around. They just want power and control and be cemented into, you know, whatever this immortality, whether they're going to upload their minds to the cloud or they think they're going to live inside of Iron Man nanobot suits, all this crazy stuff that these guys talk about. But... You've seen Bill Gates back in 2010 with his formula innovating to zero uh, carbon. You've seen Yuval Noah Harari with his hackable animals formula talking about how they can hack humanity. I mean, to me, they have to have some formula that tells them we need X number of humans alive as basically filters to breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. And we'll just control them. Right. We'll turn them into slaves uh, through the metaverse or they'll be living in their 400 square foot pod apartment prison and they won't be able to leave they'll go on and put on a vr headset and then their brain's going to generate energy for us or they have to have all this stuff figured out i mean they have the scientists and engineers for the last hundred years working on it but they're definitely not going to let you and i live to go around and you to play your guitar and me to talk shit about them on a podcast because what purpose do we serve to them we serve no purpose to these guys well that's you know again this is this goes back to that multi-warhead missile that I was talking about with this FTX because they earmarked $132 million for the uh, this foundation of his, uh, the future fund, that's what they call it, for bioweapons and vaccines, the same thing, and uh, biochemical engineering uh, and all this this stuff that you're talking about. It's they're They're able to funnel a lot of money into a lot of a lot of different directions uh that help erect this i call it uh power of babel 2.0 uh and uh it, it this i've been reading about this biotechnology firm is called sherlock biosciences and uh, they received i think it was a couple of million dollars from future funds that's sam's business or his foundation uh, Halifax Nano, uh, they received $10 million for vaccine research. All of this stuff is being directed towards the globalist agenda. The Everything that happened with this company was for the benefit of the globalist agenda, the fourth industrial revolution, the WEF, all the things that you've been talking about. Uh, and it's just so obvious. So let let me let me just ask you this to clarify on this one. So 
on top of, you know, the big picture of this orchestrated collapse of this thing so that they could start to usher in regulations and control the, the you know, crypto exchanges and everything. Before that occurred, so this guy was taking money from regular people like me and you, but also I've seen like big celebrity names attached to it. Who knows if that's part of the WWE wrestling or, re- or real. But basically, so he was taking in money, stealing that money. And then giving it out to all these things, like you're talking about putting it through the future fund and sending it to Sherlock Biosciences. So they were stealing money from people, whether rich, poor, anywhere in between, using that, like Bernie Madoff going out and buying a yacht. He's going and giving it to Ukraine. He's pushing it out to Biosciences. So they're stealing actual people's wealth and then moving it out into these projects. And then in the end going, ah, we're bankrupt, whatever, you're all screwed, and now we're going to regulate cryptocurrency. That's basically what happened yeah yeah and see because he was in the bahamas they're going to have a little bit more hard time uh, uh prosecuting him uh you know he he may be able to just get away with saying hey i just was a crappy businessman and it, you know this was a risk business it was a volatile business and people just i just dropped the ball i i, I screwed up and uh but you know, if you follow, if you follow the, his, you know, he called it altruism, you know, he's trying to make the world a better place. Uh, I want to give all my money away. That's what he, that was a common thing. I, I don't want all this money. I want to give it away and give it to causes that'll make the world a better place. Well, yeah, he was giving it to, you know, mostly the Democrat party. I, I think a few of them gave some money to Mitch McConnell to help him get some rhinos elected and, uh, but mostly it was given to the DNC and then it was given to all these uh, biochemical research places. And he, he, like I said, he gave, you know, there was a, a, a research study that came out a couple of years ago that debunked uh, some of these therapeutics that were, you know, supposed to be able to treat COVID non-vaccine therapeutics that he, well, he funded that. He funded that research. And, the uh, research was against those so, therapeutics. Yeah, but uh, you know, it was uh, it was the research was to basically debunk the merits of ivermectin and uh, what was the other one that hot uh, hydroxychloroquine. Those two. Oh, okay. Um, so, bas- so basically, and, this guy was funding a lot of the same stuff that Bill Gates would fund. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the second largest donor to the Democrat Party. Um, so. Now, how long, just, how long uh, was he operational for? Five years. Started oh. right after he, he met with Joe Biden, right when Joe Biden announced, announced his candidacy. And that's when it got kicked off. And his old man, like I said, was very connected. Uh, he was another far left uh, Stanford law professor goon uh, that was very connected. He got Larry Fink in on it. Uh, and I think I mentioned some of the other companies that that uh bankrolled this thing and you know to blackwalk you know 10 or 15 billion dollars is nothing sure yeah we'll we'll take a loss if we can get what we want out of this uh and uh so it's just this thing he was weaponized from day one that's my belief and i believe he was nothing but a but a uh, an agent and his company was engineered 
to uh, help shore up the exclusive uh, use of uh, government fiat money for everybody. Now, now how, how, how much was he supposedly like managing and or how, like how much was sold into his exchange? Like it was billions or tens of billions, right? I, I've heard, I've heard two, I've heard two numbers, 26 billion and 31 billion. Well, Jesus. So in five years, this guy goes from an idea to managing yeah, yeah, we're $26 billion. This guy, yeah, this, these kids in their twenties that all, that, you know, they, they all sleep with each other, right? They all, it's basically, they live together in a, in his compound there on the Bahamas and they're all screwing each other, uh, and partying. And, you know, his girlfriend brags about how much she does speed, uh, that, that these kids somehow built this, massive $32 billion uh, enterprise. And they were that smart. Uh, and it's just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous story on the face. Right. So we're supposed to believe ridiculous. this is like Charles Manson's compound in the Bahamas. And right. <laughs> meanwhile, they build this, uh, financial company essentially is what it is uh, with somewhere between 26 and 32 billion dollars in assets yeah let me look i'm, I'm looking at that uh, <laughs> no i mean it's it's actually just comical it's comical and um you know it's funny because you're talking about blackrock being involved and uh why do we jim Wow, yeah. So, and Wide Awake Jim on the January thirty first, it was listed at, uh, at, the, at January thirty first of this year. It was listed at thirty two billion. Wow, yeah. Because Wide Awake Jim all, on the, the, other on the thing about yeah, this shows you the compliance of the, the mainstream media because boy, they were all talking this kid. He's a whiz kid. He's a genius. He's he's just a super genius, you know. And so that's how he got people suckered into this because he was built up by the mainstream media. You know, he got all these, he was on all these shows, you know, and they've just, you know, they just, uh, they really, uh, pushed him, you know, they, they, uh, he was, uh, sold as this, just this rich kid, uh, whiz kid from MIT. Okay, so he's no different than, like a, you know, the rise of, like, Bill Gates or the rise of Steve Jobs or the rise of uh, Mark Zuckerberg yeah, and Jack Dorsey, like, yeah. where they where they take those guys back in their days, and the next thing you know, they put Bill Gates on every talk show, and they go, he is the genius building the new operating yeah, system, that's, Microsoft. That's, that's yeah. the operating model. Yeah, that, that's, their, that's their MO. That's how they do this. They take these ragtag type kids and they and they get, basically give them a script to read they put a lot of they promote them they put a lot of money behind them and they create a narrative and people fall for it and uh i i do not believe for one minute that this was some whiz kid that built this empire any no. more than i believe that elon musk or or uh <laughs> or bill gates or or jeff uh, what's his name? Uh, Bezos. Amazon. Yeah, Bezos. Bezos or, or, or Zuckerberg or any of them I, were were just these whiz kids, Sergey Brin or any of them. 
Yeah, no, Elon, Elon Musk's paternal grandfather was instrumental in the technocracy incorporated movement in Canada, you know, and then he was involved with the social credit party of Canada. I mean, that's like mainstream information, you know, Jeff Bezos is uh, stepdad. And I mean, all these guys are just highly connected. They go out and they play parts. Basically they're, they're just actors. Yeah, that's why I bothered to you know look into his family history because if you look into his family history, you can see who all they're connected with, and they're they're again his company was listed the World Economic uh, Forum as a corporate partner, and his aunt's actively involved with it, and both of his parents, you know, they he went to MIT, they went to Stanford. There's just it's a very incestuous sort of small group of. Uh, elitists and they have they they, i guess they give birth to their own minions and they raise them up to do this and well it's just said i'm they just give them a script here you do this and you're going to get a lot of money you're going to live a charmed life but you know there we just need you to do this for us and and the whole the whole purpose is it's a psyops it's or it's it's just to lead the sheeple where they want us to go which yeah. is, you know, again, the, the, the digital cattle shoot into their corral. That's all oh, yeah. this is. And they're all part of this, uh, you know, these uh, highfalutin universities. Uh, uh, and it's either going to be Harvard or Dartmouth or Yale or, you know, the, the uh, what do they call those colleges? Uh, all the Ivy Leagues, yeah. My tongue. The Ivy, Ivy League, Leagues, yeah. yeah. The Ivy Leagues, yeah. It, and it's there. It's like I said. It's it's an incestuous little group of people that or uh, uh, have a, a basically uh, handle on the technology and finance and those types of areas, and they. Uh, control the government enough where they can do this, and but some of it, it's it's just kind of absurd because really, this if you look at this guy's operation and look at him and the people that he had working with him, it's 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 really absurd. Only an idiot would believe that they actually built this empire because they were so smart. These kids were so smart. Yeah, uh, no, you no, have to be. Well, Dan, Dan, it's like yesterday's show. I spent like a whole two hours on the history of Harvard and the eugenics movement that grew out of Harvard back in the late 1800s through basically like mid 1930s. You know, it's insanity, Dan, like presidents of the university, uh, professors there. And when you read like quotes from these guys on uh, sterilizing people and um, basically genociding them like the I think he was the head of the anthropology department at Harvard. He was like, well, we can't chloroform these idiots right now, but we can lock them in asylums and sterilize them. And what I was explaining to the audience is even back then you would see they create the problem so they would have open they would support open borders and mass immigration and then they would turn around and say well these immigrants are now undercutting our american stock like that's how they talked about 
us, but we were nothing more to them than machines, like human machines to work in the factories. But then all of a sudden they would go from, instead of calling for closing the borders and turning away the ships, they would say, well, let's not make it about race. We just have to find the unfit people in all the races and kill them. (laughs) So I'm like, these were mainstream professors and the eugenics movement grew out of the progressive era economists uh, and at the same time technocracy was growing out of the progressive era scientists and engineers and the big thing the common denominator i point out to the audience is these guys were all devout atheists so you had these humans that don't just not believe in say christianity but they actually hate and reject the idea of god which is why they all want to play god and so whether it's playing god by controlling humanity controlling a whole system uh based on social engineering and keeping people locked into a slave system or a debt system or it's actually genetically engineering people force breeding people sterilizing people it's all about control and it's the same thing you see here like this scandal right here like you said they took a lot of money they built up a character took a ton of money off people stole the money used that money to invest in a bunch of their pet projects then turned around declared the guys bankrupt so that then they can regulate the crypto industry to help further shore up the monopolization around central bank digital currency it's like there's they are brilliant though i mean they are brilliant these people everything they do just for more control yeah it's all a psyops and uh they 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 create fears they uh it's just like i'm pretty suspicious about this war uh you know they make it they're playing it off like well you got you got putin against uh uh zelensky and uh, look here's whether that's true or not i don't know i can't tell you i i'm not on the inside of that but i can tell you this what's happening out of it who's benefiting well it they're they're closing off pipelines they're 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 uh they're uh doing damage to the supply lines for food and fuel and everything else that's exactly what they want exactly what they want because they want to be able to marginalize us and bring us all down on our knees to where they created the problem now they're going to be the answer for for the problem oh yeah i mean you have to be skeptical you know and that's the thing and you you mentioned it you know russia's russia's you know they're exploring their own uh central bank usual currency as well so it's it's like no i'm not going to jump on team putin on this because and you know he's he's been a young world leader uh at, at the at the world federation uh, world economic forum uh so who knows i mean he's probably in on it uh but well it's it's you know, like whether he is or he, it's like wide awake jim has said on the show there's already been a decision made at the international level that we're going to have international central bank digital currency 
But like anything else, there are various world powers vying for power over who's going to have a larger seat at the table. And so he said some of this that you see between Russia, China, United States, some of that's real because it's deciding who's going to have the bigger seat, just like Republicans and Democrats. At the end of the day, they agree on the same policies. It's just whoever's in power gets to make a little more kickback than the other guy. That's basically how it works. Yeah, it's. It's kind of like competing cartels, I guess you might say, but they still want the same thing. They still want a new world order. They still want uh, central bank digital currencies where they can mark everybody and, and uh, you know, get everybody in line and control everyone. That's the, you're never going to see any of these people want less power. Uh, right. And so you know, these, all these things that are happening, they, they benefit somebody and it's all controlled and it's, it's it's so masterfully deceptive uh, yeah and i and, and i think and, one of the i was gonna say i think one of the problems we face too is people i mean even us like so we're always complaining about it but throughout history throughout mankind people who want power end up in positions of power because people who don't want power those of us that are individualists and we just want to be left alone we don't end up in positions of power because we're not interested in running for office. We're not interested yep. in being the CEO. We don't want to rule over other people. Like we just want to be left alone. And then we say, "How are all these wolves in power eating all of us sheep?" It's like, well, because the wolves are wolves. That's what they do. They're they're driven, and once that that opiate uh, that power goes over your opiate receptors, there's no addiction like it. And there, there's never any end to it. It, it. There's always a need for a greater fix. And, you know, they'll fight wars. They'll do all kinds of things. People think that, oh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't swindle all these people out of their money or they wouldn't start this war where all these people get killed or they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't allow this, uh, this, this you know, they wouldn't engineer and manufacture a uh, bioweapon disguised as a uh, virus that kills millions of people yeah they will <laughs> yeah i know i know it's crazy yeah. I, I mean i used to say that on other shows i don't think i ever mentioned it here but i'm like listen all, all these people say when when like the hillary body count was being talked again about again in 2015 16 with all the trump's trump memes and people would say to me come on the clintons wouldn't order dan Golvach to be killed because he had dirt on them i'm like what are you talking about when these people are in office they start wars over oil pipelines and have boys and girls yeah. on both sides murdered instead of going to the table and negotiating a better deal they literally get people murdered over this you don't think yeah. if somebody had dirt on them they would order their hit of course yeah. they would and it yeah it all rolls back to what you said is atheistic ideology and you know george soros was pretty honest about it he, you know they asked him didn't it bother you that you were turning in your fellow jews to the nazis and you were you're helping the nazis and and he's his reaction to that was well, someone was going to do it, so it might as well have been me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it at all. It's the greatest days of my life. You know, you know. So, it, you know, if when you don't have a supreme being and a god that you're going to answer to for all eternity on Judgment Day, uh, when it, then it, then it, then you the way you you know you uh, 
come to that conclusion that you're able to reconcile that with yourself is just to say, well, it's, it's survival of the fittest. And this is the jungle. It's the law of the jungle. It's either them or me. So it might as well be them. And that's the way these new order, new world order goons look at it. They, they don't even feel like what they're doing is evil. They just see it as self-preservation. They see it like, look, we can have a much better life. I could give my family a much better life. And if, if I can get rid of or, you know, or subjugate most of the people on the planet where I don't have to share resources and I don't have to do political things to decide who gets what, you know, that's, it's like the old Pink Floyd song with and without. It's what the fighting's all about. Uh, it's, it just comes down to that. It comes down to a simple atheistic uh, ideology that just says anything that you do for your benefit is okay. Because, yeah, well, you know, no, your only you're, life is. You know, you're a hundred percent right about that. And 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 I just want to bring this up because I brought it up to the audience the other day. And I wanted to get your opinion. I actually had it written down here to ask you. So I, I had said to the audience, I was in the middle of just kind of free flow thought. And I said, um, what really makes these guys dangerous, either the technocrats of yesteryear or the Yuval Noah Hararis of today, uh, you know, or a Hitler or a George Soros or any of these other guys, is if when they look in the mirror in the morning, they don't actually realize that they're evil. They actually think they're good because, in a sense, they're doing the same thing you do with your child. If you're trying to save up uh, when they're young because you want to send them to college because you think that's going to make them a better person and give them a chance to make it further in life than you did if these guys are constantly working to cement their future generations into positions of control and power like do you think someone like an adolf hitler or someone like a yuval Noah harari looks in the mirror every morning like dr evil and he goes i am evil or do you think he actually thinks he's doing good like he's like humanity's disgusting and i'm going to be the guy to save humanity from itself like how do you think they look at themselves 